Hello everybody, thanks for listening. I want to talk about um, an experience I had. Um, I had asked God like for a vision or something. Um, you know how like, I like seeing a lot of people talk about like they had experience with him and they seen him and, and I'm like, I've been following you for a long time, God, and I just want an experience and I'm just pleading with him and crying my heart out or whatever. Um, I do believe it was on a Sunday, like after church or something. And I'm sitting on my couch and a little later, um, I went into my bed to lay down for a nap and um, I don't know if this was like a dream or a vision. I want to say it's like a vision kind of sort of because um, I wasn't really fully asleep. Like, how do I explain this? I was asleep, but I was awake. So I want to say that. I can't even explain it. Um, if you ever had an experience like that, um, you might know what I'm talking about, but I wasn't fully asleep. Um, so I laid down to um, close my eyes to doze off a little bit. And immediately I was um, at this place. And it was like in the country. It was beautiful land um, all around me. And it was still, it was a still beautiful day. Um, and the clouds in the sky and the sun was shining. And the grass was like beautiful. It was like, um, and I was like in a field or like in, na- in like a nature trail or um, in the country. Or like I was, I don't know where I was, but I know I drove out there to see how beautiful it was. But I was out there and it was everything was just so beautiful. The air was crisp. And the grass was green, and the day was beautiful. Um, the clouds in the sky were like very, very um, white and fluffy, and the sky was kind of clear um, in certain areas. And then there was clouds throughout the sky, um, beautiful clouds throughout the sky. And um, basically, I was like in a field-like area, nature, country, whatever you want to call it. Um, kind of like by a park of some sort and um, I was just enjoying um, just looking around and I was supposed to be going somewhere I felt um, in the dream or vision or whatever you want to call it um, that I was supposed to be going somewhere I don't know if it was to meet my sisters or wherever but I knew I was supposed to be going somewhere um, and I look up um, and this I look up and um, and I look in the sky and there was a sun and um, and I was staring because like I could see I mean like I look close and as I look I see the sun literally and and it um, it like basically transformed to Jesus's face like I couldn't like see his skin color and like his hair and all that stuff but he was like light like the sun literally like I could I could like see his outline like of his beard and his short hair and um I can see like um I can't even how do I explain it like uh Holy Spirit help me to explain it Like, I don't, I, I can't explain it, but when I looked at the sun, like, I was looking really close and I was staring, I was staring really close. And 
it literally, I seen his shadows, like, even though, like, you know, the sun is round and it's really, really bright. Like, if I could just get you to understand, like, the, the sun became his face. And, like, I could see, like, features, even though it was still, like, the sun. Like, I, I can't, I, I can't explain it. It was, like, the most um, beautiful thing. And I seen his face and I knew it was Jesus. And the sun was so bright. But as um as I looked into it, um there was another sun like um I just basically I can I saw another sun which is the sun the sun of the son of God which is Jesus if that makes sense and um I saw his figure and it was so bright and it was only for a few seconds and I seen it then I tried to like get out of the out of the vision out of the dream I tried to like wake myself up and I'm like this is Jesus I gotta go tell people like oh my god I can't believe he really answered my prayer I gotta get up and tell people like oh my god I saw Jesus and I was just like all hysterical in the dream like I have to hurry up and get up and tell people but um but then I got up and um in John 8 um, verse 12 it talks about um Jesus he said that I am I am the light of the world and whoever follows me will not walk in darkness but will have the light of a life and oh my goodness it was the most beautiful experience i ever had so um if you really want to have an experience with god i would say ask him pray and he will answer you according to his will he wants you to know him he wants you to seek him he wants you to find him um and he wants a relationship with you and I'm not saying like every time you ask for an experience, he's going to give you one because that's kind of like selfish of, of us to always ask for something in return and not really give God anything. But, um, it's all in his will. If he, you know, if, if you really want, um, if you, in your deep, deep down in your heart and you you want, you have a desire, um, to see him and have an encounter with him. Um, he gives us the desires of his heart, of, of our heart according to his will. So. Um, just pray about it, um, ask him, and seek him, um, and get to know him, and know his goodness, and know, um, have a, have a, um, close relationship with him, not just, um, Sunday to Sunday, really dig deep and go deep, his word says, those who seek me will find me, um, and that can't be more than the, that can be no more than the truth, because the more I seek him, the more I find him. The more I seek him, the more I understand how much he loves me and um, how much how much I fear him more because um, the fear of the Lord is not fear as in like you would be scared like of the devil or like, you know, fear of like getting killed or something like that. But the fear of the Lord is really the best experience that you can have because it really brings you closer to him and makes you stay away from certain things that you're not supposed to be around or certain people or watch certain things. Um, yeah, so get the fear of the Lord. Ask him for the fear. And it's not a fear as in like, oh, you know, but it's like, I can't do this because I know that I'm going to be in trouble with God. I know I ain't going to go over there because I'm not supposed to be, you know, like kind of like fear of like your parents. He's our father. So the same kind of fear you would have, like, if you were a kid and you know you're not supposed to be doing something wrong and you're like, uh-uh, 
I'm not doing that because daddy going to whoop me or, you know what I'm saying? It's the same kind of um, experience like that. So just get in the word and seek him and ask him and you will receive. Have a good night. It is 2.45 in the morning and I was supposed to be asleep, but I just wanted to share this um, experience I had with you guys and hopefully it encouraged you guys to ask him for your experience and to seek him more. Bye. Hello everybody. Welcome back. I wanted to share a dream that I had. Um, I didn't ask for this dream, but I feel like the Lord gave it to me because sometimes um, I tend to question his presence. And sometimes I don't feel his presence. Um, and we have to understand God is God. And sometimes you might not feel him. Sometimes you might not think that he's there. Sometimes you might not think that he's listening. And sometimes you might not think that he cares, you know, um, with everything going on this going on in this world. Um, sometimes you might feel like God has abandoned us, but he has not. I want to read a scripture. Um, Psalms 32, 8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. And I will guide you with my eye. So, he's, he, like he said, he will guide us in, with his eye. He will instruct us in the way we should go. Also, and in uh, Proverbs 15, 3, he says, The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. So God is watching over everything. He sees everything. Okay? Alright, so in this dream, I'm just praising and worshiping God. I don't know why. I'm just I'm just calling out his name and I'm saying Jesus and I'm singing, I'm praying, praying, I'm dancing. I'm just worshiping him, okay? And then I look up and I see this bright light. And it's shining down on me. And I knew it was the Lord. And I felt the presence of the Lord. It was just a warm, warming feeling. And I and it was the light. The light was literally shining down on me. And it was so warm. And I knew it was God. And I knew that he was watching over me while I was worshiping and praising him. It was just the most beautifulest experience I ever had. And while I'm just worshiping, praying, while he's watching down on me and I'm feeling him watch me. Like, I literally felt him watch me praise him. I literally felt him watch me worship him. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't stop. Like, all I could do was continue and just tell him how good he was. And tell him how much I love him and yell his name and just... I was just in awe of him, you know, like, it was the most beautiful experience, the most beautiful dream I ever had. Mind you, I didn't, when I woke up, I didn't remember the dream, and I'm like, well, you know how sometimes you might forget, right? So I'm asking him, like, what, what, what is that, what dream did I have? Like, what was that dream? And I just could not remember it. So I'm going on about my day, and I'm just sitting down. I don't remember what I was doing. I was doing something. I was just sitting down. And he literally bought, brought back the dream and the remembrance. And I'm like, Lord, thank you. Like, oh, he's just so good. He's just so good. But sometimes, remember, sometimes you might not feel him. 
Sometimes you might not think that he's there and that he's not listening, but he is. And he loves you and he cares for you and he's watching you and he's guiding you. Fully surrender to him and let him let him order your steps for you. He knows the path. He knows the way of your life and he knows what he has called you to do. So just surrender and submit and believe and trust that he's listening and that he's there with you always. Hello, everybody. Um, this is another segment um, episode or episode I wanted to make about how to live your life for Jesus. Because it's not about how long you live your life. It's about what you do with the life that you were given. And many people mistake, um, mis are mistaken. They think that they... Um, can live their life how they want to and they follow their own goals and they be successful sometimes sometimes yes but we have to understand that we must be living the life that the Lord has called us to live um, we need to be living for God and living for his purpose that he has um, laid out for our life um, it can get hard trying to live the life that God has called you to be sometimes you can get confused sometimes you might not feel um led to um do what what he has shown you to do sometimes you might be like oh I don't really know if this is what I want to do and I don't think this is really the purpose God and sometimes you you argue with God about what he has called you to do because you, it's out of your comfort zone. It's something that you thought you would never do. Okay. Um, but you must understand in Jeremiah 1, the Lord says that he knew you before you was formed in your mother's womb. Okay. John 10.10 10 says that God said, I come that they may have life and have life more abundantly. So we must understand that God has a plan and a purpose for our life. He's already he already knows before we were formed in our mother's womb, he knew um what he had created us for. He knew the plans and purposes that he would want us to fulfill in our life and he knew what um what he wanted us to do. And we can't um we can't do it on our own because sometimes there are doors and there are uh there are doors and there are um opportunities that we cannot access and the only way we can access them is by following the path that God has created for us so sometimes um there's certain there's certain like I said there's certain doors and certain path um certain opportunities that we can, we don't have access to but if you are following the Lord there are doors that he will open there are opportunities that he would present to you um, that you didn't even know that that are, that are possible, you know. <clears throat> and the the abundant life, um, when he says abundant life, he doesn't mean like um, he doesn't mean that you won't go through trials and tribulation. He don't. It it doesn't mean that um, that um, everything is going to be peaches and cream. That's not what abundant life means. The abundant life means that. Is abundant life is um, the life of strength that the Holy Spirit gives you 
there's the abundant life is in the Lord. The only way you can experience abundant life is fully submitting to the Lord. And by starting to live in an abundant life, you will have to walk in obedience to God's will and not your own. Okay. So I'm going to give. I'm going to give um, 11 ways how to live your life for Jesus. Number one is going to be deny yourself. In Mark um, 8, 30, what was it? Mark 8, I think it's 34 through 36. It basically talks about um, denying yourself and picking up your cross and following God. And the Bible says that whoever comes, whoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Um, when denying yourself, it's not talking about um, self-rejection or self-hatred. It's talking about, it is replacing the desires of your own self to the will of God and setting aside all personal rights to live um, for the glory of God. So deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow God and let him, let him, um, let him direct your path. Number two is spend time praying, um, each day. It's very important that you take, you have that private time where you can go in and you can, um, spend time with the Lord and just be in his presence, be in, um, that secret place, um, uh, dwelling in his presence. And just spending that time with him, you know, it's very important that the Bible says that my sheep know my voice. So how can you know the Lord's voice if you're not spending time with him? How can you know his presence if you're not spending time with him? You must have that time with him. Um, number three is serve others. It's very important that you serve others, help others. Be there for others, you know. Um, there's no possible way that you can um, experience the goodness of God if you're selfish, you know, if you're not helping people. Um, God, when God puts a new heart in you, you're going to want to help people. You know what I mean? Even sometimes it doesn't have to be, when, when, when it says serve others, it's not meaning like give money um, all the time. Um, it just means like serve others as in, um, do a good deed, you know, show, show another person that you care for them and that you know what they're going through and, um, just be supportive, you know, number four is study the Bible, the word of God. It's very important. That's another way to know what the Lord is saying and to, to learn his voice is his word. His word is him speaking. So spend time in the word, um, study, um, sometimes the Bible can be confusing, um, Ask, your, ask the Holy Spirit to um, guide you and help you. Um, pray to the Lord and ask him, you know, Dear Heavenly Father, I'm not understanding your word. Um, give me understanding so I know what you're saying to me. Or I know what you're saying in your word. It's very important. Study the Bible. Um, number five is um, share the word of God with others. Um, it's very important that you share the word of God with others. Let other, others know um, and experience God through you and what he has done for you. Um, how else can somebody understand the word 
and Lester explained it also. I mean, there's a lot of people that um, sometimes they just don't understand. And um, that's why God sends us, you know, because there's, there's experiences, little that you know, your experience with the Lord can change somebody else's view on the word of God. Um, your story might be um, the push that they need. Your story might be um, the motivation they need to uh, follow God. So keep that in remembrance. Um, number six, resist temptation. You are going to be, the devil is going to throw everything at you all the time. You know, he's, he's, he's never going to stop. You know, so resist temptation. The way you resist temptation is to resist it. Literally, just resist temptation and the devil will flee. He has no choice but to flee. Is he going to come back? Yes, he is. He's going to do something different, you know. So just resist. Be, be grounded in the word of God. Know the word of God. And, um. Number seven, put God first. Always keep God first, no matter what. Um, let him be the leader in your life. Let him guide you. Let him order your steps. He knows the plan. He knows the purposes for your life. Like I said before, he knew you before you was formed in your mother's womb. Keep him first. If you keep him first, everything else will follow. Your life will, your life will be um, much better if you keep him first because you're allowing him to work in your life. You're allowing him to be the leader. You're allowing him to show you which way to go. Um, number eight, don't put too much time and value into material things. We as, we as humans, sometimes we get caught up in the world and we get caught up in the money, the cars, and clothes, the jewelry, and um, we watch on the TV these celebrities and their homes and we get so much caught up into material things that we forget to um, we forget to build up the treasures in heaven. We forget to understand that this life is temporary. We can't take any of this stuff with us when we go. That nice house, that nice car, that them jewelry, that's not going with you when you die. Um, that's going right back into the world to, for the next person. Make sure you're you're building your treasures. Um, and your and everything that you need in heaven. All right, number nine. Trust God's plan for your life. Sometimes it can get hard. Sometimes it can get frustrating. Sometimes you might um, start to um, start to think like, oh, is it, I, I don't. Sometimes you um, start to get confused and get double minded, and you're like, Lord, is this really what you wanted me to do? Um, because sometimes it might not go the way you thought it would go. Um, it's, it's important that you trust God with the plans that he has. He He knows the plans for your life. It might not be the way that you thought it would be. It might not be how you thought it would go. It might not go how you thought it would go. But you must understand that God is in control. Trust him. Number 10. Spend time with other believers. It's very important that... Um, once you have transitioned into the walk of God and you have transitioned into um, the body of Christ, that you start to find other believers that you can fellowship with. 
um, like a, even a church home. Um, if you don't have a church home, find a church home and start to go in um, fellowship with the church home and and other believers that are there. You know, it's it helps you in your walk. Um, it gives you more. It makes you more comfortable. Um, say the other believers are there to help you, to keep you. Um, and it also gives you a little comfort because um, you you hear their stories and what they went through. And it kind of motivates you a little more and gives you a little bit more strength. Um, I was going to say something else. Oh, like I said, once you have transi transitioned um, into Christ and you have um, start following him, it's very important that you no longer hang out with the people that you used to. I'm not saying, um, I'm not saying that, you know, don't care for them, but, um, bad company corrupts good. Um, how, what is that? How does it go? Bad company corrupts good character. Correct. <clears throat> you can't always hang around, um, other people because they, if they're still in the world, and you're hanging with them, they're gonna bring you shame. They're gonna bring bring you um, doubt. They're gonna bring you. Um, they're just gonna make you feel ashamed of following God. They're gonna they're gonna mess with your 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 belief system. They're gonna um, they're gonna contradict everything that you say. They're not you know. Um, I'm not talking about every friend. I'm not saying every friend is bad, but if you got some them friends that they don't care about God, they don't believe in God, and they really don't care to change their life, it's very important that you just remove yourself from them type of people because they can hinder your walk. Um, and they can lead you astray. They can lead you right back into the world and make you question the Lord. And that's not good. Um, and number 11 is also show love to non-believers as well. Um, before, like I said, I'm not talking about um, friends that, you know, that just don't care they're in the world. They're like, whatever, girl, you go to church and I don't go to church and I don't like church and church is this. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about non-believers, showing love to non-believers because it's very important that they see the love of God in you. Um, and that sometimes that's all it, uh, that's all it takes for a non-believer to believe. And seeing God work in you, you're like, oh my goodness, that that person, I knew, you know, that you'd be surprised. They're like, I knew that, I know that person um, follows God because they're just so kind, they're so loving, they're so gentle. You know, it's very important not to just try to shove the Bible or the Word of God down people's throat. Let them experience God through your love that you give them. Let them experience God through the way that you and through the way that they encounter you when you approach them. So keep that in mind. Remember just a couple um, ways that you could um, live your life for God. <clears throat> but I, like I said, the very, very, very most important one, the very important one, was to put God first. That should have been number one. But it wasn't. I'm sorry. That should have been what, number one. Put God first. Keep him first. Allow him to be God. Sometimes we might. Sometimes we get angry that 
you know, certain things are not working out faster than what we want. And we want to go our way and make things happen faster. And we want to play God in our life. And that's where we fail at. Let God be God. Let him hold his title. He has it. He knows what he's doing with with what he got, okay, for you. So just trust in him. Put him first. And I hope this, um, I hope this segment or I don't know if this could be a, a whole segment by itself or just um, an episode, but um, I hope that you guys can, this can help you guys and um, give you a little strength and give you a little courage to keep going on your walk. Don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. I know it can get hard sometimes and you might question um, your calling or your gifts, but believe him, trust him, keep going after him. And he will not fail you. Have a good day, guys. Bye.